Well, this one is a mess. Today I'm talking about The Parish. This is Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. movie friends welcome to scott's self-indulgent movie podcast i am scott and today i am talking about a very bad movie now i don't tend not to pick movies that i think are going to be complete trash because that's just a waste of my time and they're usually not that much fun to discuss but uh, i did watch this one with my wife and by the end of it we were laughing when we should not have been laughing which kind of tells you what we're dealing with here so thought i would rip into (laughs) a low-budget horror movie that just completely missed the mark. So without further ado, let's get started. Considering the genre's low-budget roots, it makes sense that a lot of modern horror directors attempt to make a name for themselves. It's a good way to demonstrate your filmmaking talent, your ability to do a lot with a little, and your profitability all at once. Of course, if you mess it up, what would be a slam-dunk idea, then people might get the opposite idea. The movie follows new widower Liz, who has just moved her and her daughter to a new town after her husband's tragic death in war. But an already rocky move takes a turn for the worst when Liz's daughter befriends a strange young boy at her school who may hold a key to the school's tragic past. And boy oh boy, where to start with this one? The parish is bad at almost every level in a way that most horror movies aren't. Typically, if I'm critiquing a low-budget horror, I'm looking at things like themes, or scares, or acting. But The Parish has a number of faults so obvious that I had to bring them up. So let's start with fault number one, the dialogue. Natural dialogue isn't isn't a necessity for your movie. In fact, it can be very hard when certain characters dump exposition by default, or you're throwing in a bunch of jargon that the audience doesn't know yet. But the dialogue in this movie is something else. Not only is it stilted and unnatural, but it's full of little items or lines or isms you've heard a thousand times. For instance, there's a character in this movie I'll lovingly refer to as the wine friend, who comes in to talk with the mom and drink a bunch of wine. Our resident Lush. At one point, our mom has to leave and take a call, and she tells her wine friend that she can have what's left of the bottle. All you really need is wine friend to nod or make a facial expression before she fills her glass. But nope, we've got a cheesy as hell, don't mind if I do, as she empties the bottle. Delivered almost like that. It's one thing if the movie was aiming for a campy or cheesy tone, but it clearly isn't. And that's just one of a bunch of little moments and cliched lines that would have been out of style in a 90s horror movie, let alone a modern one. Fault number two is inconsistent visuals and tone. Almost every modern horror movie chooses a color palette or color grade nowadays, whether it's the deep blues of Ari Aster's Hereditary or the high contrast look of the babysitter films, your visual language is very important for establishing a tone. And the parish can't decide. For instance, Liz is plagued by brightly lit bloody visions of her husband's death, which is a bit weird considering how bright it is for a nightmare that somehow also implies she was there especially when you cut back to our darkened home, which is dimly lit and looks creepier than what we were just witnessing. Likewise, we've got a number of scenes that are meant to be spooky, but the lighting is all off. There's either too much in the frame or too much light. Scenes that should work every time, like a little girl staring out into the night in a darkened room, become accidentally funny because there's a lamp that's on nearby. 
This movie doesn't have the genre basics down at the visual end. In fault number three, what is this movie about? The Parish feels like it's trying to be about everything modern horror movies address, including getting over grief, a dark secret, and subverting religious iconography, but all at once. At first, this movie is about Liz dealing with her husband's passing, hence the nightmares with him in them. But that's not at all related to the mystery about her daughter's school and the mystery that she looks to solve with her local priest, like, not even tangentially. It's just a new thing that she has to save her daughter from. It would be one thing if the husband's memory or spirit helped her, or if the angry spirit was related to her trauma, but it's not. It's just something she had the bad luck of falling into at a weak point in her life. This lack of emotional direction means when the finale's hokey effects come in, it's very hard not to laugh. So for the verdict, say three Hail Marys. Misguided and overlong even at 80 minutes, The Parish is a complete misfire. Two out of ten. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.